Welcome to this week's Shahiro's Chatcast. Today, our guest is Megan Martin, a gymnast, pole vaulter, champion rock climber, coach at ABC Kids Climbing Gym in Boulder, Colorado, and is currently competing on this season of American Ninja Warrior, one of my personal favorite shows. And we love to have an athletic Shihiro who is definitely changing the game when it comes to female rock climbers. So let's get started. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Shihiro's Podcast. We want to empower young girls of all backgrounds to dream big, explore their interests, and passionately pursue non-traditional careers. On the Shiro's podcast, we hope to help girls imagine their own potential by sharing the stories of exceptional, successful women role models across all fields, like Sally Ride. We believe if you can't see it, you can't be it. Welcome to the Shiro's podcast. Okay, so well, let's get started. Um... My, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I so appreciate it. I know mm-hmm. this, this is no a problem. time for you. <laughs> so my first question <clears throat> is, I was kind of reading a little bit about your background and, and uh, your, you know, where you got your start. And you started mm-hmm. out in gymnastics, moved into pole vaulting, and then into rock climbing. So I was just kind of curious how you got started um, in all of those sports and how they kind of progressed into one into the other. Mm-hmm. So, I actually, so I started in gymnastics, and then after gymnastics, I climbed for, like, four years, um, and then I decided to not climb anymore, and that's when I started pole vaulting, um, and then I went back to climbing later, so I've kind of, I started climbing when I was, like, 11 years old, um, but I only climbed for four years, um, but yeah, I think all of the sports that I've done have been similar in the sense that they're all, like, based on your body strength in general. It's not really, I mean, there's coordination and stuff, too, but it's, like, different from a ball sport or something. You know, they're all very um, body-intensive, I guess, in, like, the way that you have to lift your body or fling your body somewhere. So they kind of all work off each other well, I think. Oh, that makes absolute perfect sense. Now, now <laughs> rock climbing, though, is where you've kind of, you've competed in everything, correct? Um, I competed in gymnastics and climbing and pole vaulting, all of them. Oh, okay, so you competed in I was a, yeah, I was a college pole vaulter um, at Vanderbilt, so that was really fun, um, good experience. <laughs> Oh, fabulous. Well, rock climbing, I think, is what my my next question, I want to kind of go into the rock climbing, because I think (laughs) stereotypically, let's say, it's definitely considered a boys club, or has been in the Mm -hmm. past, and that obviously is changing. So for you, especially knowing that you started at 11, were there some challenges getting into rock climbing and competing because it was it it is has been in the past I should say considered more of a boys sport and kind of Mm -hmm. what what challenges did that that pose to you and and what was your experience there oh I do think that climbing has been or or in the past has been considered more of a boys sport um I know when I started climbing I was climbing let's see it was 2001 when I started and at my climbing gym there was, like, one other girl on the climbing team when I was a kid. I mean, when I would go to competitions across the country, obviously there would be more. But, like, now I look at the gym that I coach at, and there's more girls than boys. So it's definitely evolved over the past, like, 10, 15 years into a sport that more girls are getting involved in, 
which is really awesome because, I mean, I would have loved to have more girls to climb with. Not that I don't like climbing with the boys, but it would have been really fun just to have, because um, I think when girls climb things, sometimes they have different ideas than boys. So, so things that might work for you a little bit better would come from brainstorming together two girls versus, like, the boys just figuring it out and then you not being able to do it that way. So you have more ideas right. when you have more girls around. So what do you think, being not only being a climber, but being a coach as well, in your opinion, why do you think we've seen such a, a change in the, the landscape of climbing? What do you think is bringing in more girls, or do you think it's just natural, a natural progression? I mean, I think as climbing becomes more popular, um, you're just going to get more participants in general. But I do think that right now especially, and like in the last five years too, I think girls have been encouraged to be strong and try things that are a little more daring so I think that it just makes sense that like a girl would see climbing and not even have a second like to think oh maybe I can't do this because I'm really like oh really like oh that looks like fun I totally want to do that which is awesome oh totally and that's actually that perfectly brings me into my next question which is uh American Ninja Warrior what Mm -hmm. this is your second year on the show correct correct so uh, tell tell us a little bit about what inspired you to originally pursue competing on American Ninja Warrior and kind of what, what was your goal and just what, like I said, what inspired you to, to train and, and compete there? So I watched the, when I was in high school, I definitely watched the Ninja Warrior show um, uh, on the G4 network. I used to watch them all the time, and I heard some stuff about people trying out for American Ninja Warrior, and I got an email about it, how they wanted more girls to try, Um, and I went back and forth for a little bit because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it because I didn't want to possibly, like, hurt myself because um, I have so many climbing competitions, and that's kind of how I make my money, so I was a little nervous about doing something that was so unpredictable because you don't know what you're going to be put on until you get there. So you can't, you can train, obviously, but you can't specifically train for what you're going to get because you don't know and you just never really know what could happen. But then I decided, like, oh, you know what? I bet it'll be fun. Like, I should be fine. Like, I shouldn't worry about it. I'll send in a video, and if they pick me, then, like, I'll do it. And if not, then it just wasn't meant to be. Um, And so then they called me and said that I was going to compete in the Denver Qualifier, and so when that happened, I definitely tried to do a few things to get ready for it. But I still didn't really know what I was doing. Like, I I showed up the night of this uh, filming, and I had no idea how long we were going to be there. I didn't really understand what all went into it. So it was quite a, quite a surprise when I first got there. But it was such a great experience, and I had an amazing night that night. So I think it all worked out nicely. <laughs> Uh, definitely. So uh, Ninja Warrior is definitely another kind of competition that you could say is dominated by men. But just in the last two years uh, since you've been on, um, it's mm-hmm. definitely kind of started to shift. So is there, can you tell us a little bit kind of what, maybe what extra challenges you may have faced coming into it and still having it be male dominated and the changes you've seen just from last season to this season 
um, and how, and also kind of how has it been, it appears on TV that it's very welcoming to the small pool of women who are competing. Is that mm-hmm. really the case kind of behind the scenes? Um, I think when I first uh, thought about being on the show, I didn't really think about the fact that there were mostly guys competing. Um, but it's definitely something you notice when you get there because you are quite outnumbered by guys. Um, there's a lot more guys there than girls. Um, but I think the women have done really well in the last couple of years, and I do think that that, that everyone kind of wants the girls to do well. So, like, I feel like everyone's rooting for you. <laughs> so I think that helps you perform a little bit better. Um, and everyone's, like, super nice and... It's just a lot of fun, and it's nice that I noticed this year especially that there were, like, double the girls at the qualifier than I saw last year, which was a really nice thing to see. And it just shows how this sport's progressing, too, and, like, female involvement. And I think it's because last year was so good with the girls. Like, everyone did, like, quite a few people did really well. So I think it might be changing it. Do you think, have you kind of as a coach and just kind of being in in the circuit of Ninja Warriors, are you coming across personally, are you meeting a lot of women who are training and preparing to to make their first attempt at competing on American Ninja Warrior? I have met some people who definitely want to try the show. There's a few um, that I know that, that I know that really want me to train them, which I think would be awesome. It would be nice to see. I mean, we've seen, like, the 50-year-old guy at the work wall. It would be cool to see a 50-year-old woman at the work wall, right? Um, I think that stuff is definitely manageable. Um, I think it's really cool that people are so psyched on the show and psyched on a new kind of way to be healthy, you know? it's And I personally, I like... Um, workouts that don't feel like workouts (laughs) I like to be having fun when I'm working out and I think this is a perfect way so if it can give people more sight on being active and healthy I think it's great oh I I totally agree um I I wanted to ask you about something in season six you became uh you kind of hold the title of being the first woman uh and on American Ninja Warrior to complete the half pipe attack kind of what mm-hmm. did you did that kind of occur to you as you were doing it and was it not until after and kind of how did it feel to retain a, a specific uh obstacle that you were the first woman to conquer how did that kind of feel after you came through it um i mean it wasn't until after that you really think about it because during it you're just kind of trying to keep moving um I mean, I was honestly, I wasn't ever really worried about the half-pipe attack because it doesn't, I mean, I was really glad that I was able to do it, but it wasn't something I was stressed about looking at the course. Um, So I had, um, like, after I got through the jumping spider, that was when I felt, like, more relief because, I mean, though somebody has done it in Japan, no one's done it, no girl has done it on the course in Vegas, which is different than the, I mean, I don't know if they're exactly the same or if they're different or whatnot, but, like, that was the thing that nobody had gotten past on the finals course in Vegas as a woman. So when I got through that, it was, like, a bit of relief, and then I was just kind of trying to move as quick as possible to get through the rest of the course. Um, but I do like the fact that I am the only girl um, who, or was, I was the first girl 
to uh, make it through the half-pipe attack. Um, it, it was definitely a really fun obstacle. I think running up a wall and then jumping and grabbing a rope and swinging, I mean, that was a blast. But definitely it was more of a fun thing versus something I was stressed about looking at the course. Because I feel like you can pick out certain sections where you're like, oh, I just need to get through that. And then I'll go to the next thing, and that'll be more fun. So it was one of the more fun things I was looking forward to. Oh, well, that's, maybe that's part of the attitude that helps you get you, get you through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're currently in your second season competing on American Ninja Warrior. What, how has it yeah. been different than your first season? Like, what are um, some I, of the big differences? I feel like it's been a lot, it's been a lot more stressful um, just because I, the first year I was just kind of there and nobody knew who I was or, like, wasn't like they didn't think I was like maybe gonna do what you know like it, there were no expectations um even when I went to Vegas last year because when I went to Vegas last year my episode hadn't even aired so like none of the other ninjas even knew who I was so it was a lot of like being very low-key <laughs> and then this year it was a lot different I got to uh Kansas City and people people that were watching or like other ninjas like they were all psyched to, like, congratulate me on my run the year before, which was awesome. And they had a lot of questions about things, which I am so happy to answer any questions. But then it was just there was a lot more going on than just being there to, like, run the course. So there's a lot of added oh, stress. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been – what has kind of been the best lesson or best thing you've taken away from your experiences on Ninja Warrior so far? Um, I think one of my favorite parts of being on the show is the fact that now people, especially young girls, have, um, now they see me as a role model. I really like that title. I It's something that I care about considering that I'm a professional climber and I coach kids in climbing, so I'm always trying to portray myself in a way that would be respect and and that little girls and little boys can look up to and, like, one day be like, I want to do this, and, like, then do it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So I really like that opportunity um, that I have there to inspire some of the kids because I had people like that growing up, so it's really fun to be that person for some people. Well, that actually, that too, brings me to the next question. Um, who are some of the women in your life, at current, you know, in your adult life and in your childhood, both as athletes and in your life personally, that inspired you? Um, my mom has always inspired me. Um, pretty awesome lady. She's been a gymnastics coach my whole life, and she always um, encouraged us to do things that we wanted to do and no matter if it was gymnastics or climbing or I don't know wanting to write a book or something anything we wanted to do she was totally supportive of us um and like I don't know what I would do without her now even like she helps me so much with like everything so it's always been great to have her around um I feel like when I was little in gymnastics, there were a lot of gymnasts that inspired me, like, especially because well, I was 
in gymnastics when the 1996 Olympics happened. So all those girls, like the Magnificent Seven, I remember being so, like, inspired by all of them and what they did at the Olympics. Um, so little things like that. Definitely. So for you, I, I know we can't really talk about what's next on the season of American Ninja Warrior, but in general for you, kind of what, where do you see yourself going? Do you con- want to continue on American Ninja Warrior, continue climbing? Is there kind of, what are some of the goals you see in the, the next few years for yourself? Um, I definitely think that I'll climb forever. Professional climbing obviously has a cap in terms of how long you can do it just because you never know how long your body will last and as you get older it gets a little bit harder. Um, I'm really having fun with the American Ninja Warrior stuff. I think I could do that for a few more years, definitely. Um, I, I, I mean, I have goals within American Ninja Warrior, so I feel like as long as I'm healthy, I will be doing it until I complete those goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Another thing I've always been interested in is acting, so hopefully sometime I'll get into that. But I think that would probably be in, like, the next few years or something. It's kind of my oh, future plans. <laughs> <laughs> so my my last question basically is for any girls that are listening, um, especially ones who have watched you compete on American Ninja Warrior, kind of what general mm-hmm. advice do you have for them in pursuing their goals, especially if their goals are – uh, you know, kind of like we were touching on earlier, in a in a field or a sport that's stereotypically considered dominated by boys. What advice um, do you have for those girls? I think that if you want to do something, you should do it. I think that sometimes things will end up being a little harder than you think, but as long as you persevere through, you'll most likely find success at the end, and I think it's totally worth it if you if you have a passion for something, I think you should go for it all the way and try your best and have fun with it. Oh, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Megan, for being yeah, on with course. us. And and I wish you best of luck. Um, I know that you, you, so the much. Kansas City Finals have already happened, but for us, we have not seen them yet. So I yeah. want to wish you luck <laughs> on, on whatever the next uh, chapter is uh, for the rest of this season and, um, so and beyond that as well. It, we appreciate it. And again, like I said at the beginning of our, our chat, you know, my, my daughter and I watch you. And so I want to thank you personally for just showing showing my daughter that it, you can be strong, you can be beautiful, you can be tough, you can be girly, you can, it all, it's <laughs> all about what you make it, and I appreciate you being thank you so much. out there. <laughs> thank you. Oh, again thank you. So much, and we'll, <laughs> I hope to talk to you again soon. Definitely. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the She Heroes podcast. Please join us again, and don't forget to visit us on the, on the web at www.sheheroes.org. See you next time.